welcome to Novel Finds Podcast, the podcast where we talk about your favorite books, our favorite books, and everything in between. I'm Julia, and I am here with Ashley Poston uh, to talk about all of our favorite summer reads of the season. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Good. How are you? I am doing great. Um we are very excited to have you on. We're we're missing Maggie. Um, she had a work thing, which is so unfortunate, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> she is here in spirit. I have the answers to her to the first question, so she will be here in spirit at least for that first question. Excellent. Yeah, it's a good first question. It's a fun first question, and honestly, her answers are really funny because they correlate with mine, and we did not coordinate that. <laughs> Light calls so, to light, as Lee Bardugo once said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but without keeping everyone in suspense, our first question is: uh, What Marvel superheroes do you think would be the sweetest romantic couple? Uh, I just so I mm, <laughs> I could say uh-huh. something else if i had not written a marvel book coming out in october (gasps) (laughs) okay okay uh so um i have a marvel book coming out in october it's um it's a kate bishop novel uh oh my god bishop thick's king it comes out october 3rd and my ride or die marvel pairing is actually um it's a it's it's the friendship between kate and america Oh, I love that. But but also like I just I I just want to say that I think I think Kate and like a gender fluid Loki would be really fun. <laughs> Ooh, that would be so chaotic. That so chaotic. <laughs> like uh, like I think right now in the comic run, um, they're pairing Loki with Scarlet Witch, which okay, sure. I mean, he was in the Young Avengers with uh, Scarlet uh-huh. Witch's children, so it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so what's yours? Um, so I also have a Kate Bishop, actually. <gasps> I I know, I know. And so does Maggie, which is really funny that you mentioned Kate Bishop. Um, <laughs> I think Kate and Shuri would be really fun together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Maggie thought Kate and Yelena Belova would be fun together just because like i mean they are fun together they are fun together (laughs) but to take it like one step further i actually had a second one where i was like yelena and bucky that's where it's at (laughs) that is like you are you are playing like 4d chess here (laughs) yes yeah but then she was like oh my god i have a bucky too and it was bucky and carol danvers (laughs) i was like oh my god oh my gosh yes actually yeah i mean also like stucky yeah like i know right like i was like one i just i was in that fandom for so long i was too (laughs) i mean how can you not be right just the the dynamic of it is just Mm -hmm. so good chef's kiss 100 percent. oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was just it was really funny i sent her a picture of my little my little notepad with my these are my pairings she's like oh my god stop (laughs) she's like these are my pairings (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, Kate would be good with like literally anyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I agree because she's just she's so funny and smart and mm-hmm. like fun loving that I was like, huh. I tried figuring out who would pair well with Ant Man. Actually, Ooh. oh, that's a good one. Hmm. I would. Okay, so I would actually hear me out. Hear me out. I would pair okay, Ant Man okay. with with Emma Frost. Um, okay, but but only because like the tropes there, you know, she's like you know very stoic, super rich, and mm-hmm. he's a thief. Im- imagine. Yeah, and that that's kind of what he's got going with the wasp, anyway, mm-hmm. right? So it it makes sense. Like that makes sense. If we're not choosing the actual canon person that he's with, yeah. If he, anyone for Marvel canon, it has to be someone <laughs> who is like in direct opposition to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I would love to see like a, a heist movie with Loki and Ant-Man and maybe even Nick Fury, like he's in on it or something. <laughs> maybe, maybe Thor. Like. <laughs> Thor just like playing like the like the, the, <laughs> the like straight man. He's just Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And they're all like bouncing jokes off it. Oh like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Throw That'd Spider-Man in there and we've got a, a crazy heist going on. <laughs> That'd be like the best heist. I'm sorry. Oh it would be like not be flawless. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, anyway, do you want to talk about books? <laughs> yeah, please. Let's talk about books. All right. Um, so you have a ton of romance books um, in your arsenal, both in writing and in just opinions what are the hottest romance books people should check for the remainder of summer mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well let's see here um i think everyone should be okay i have i have five that i'm going to recommend okay and the first one is uh mrs nash's ashes by sarah adler um i got the chance to read it last year and i fell in love and i blurbed it and i could not stop screaming about it it is grumpy sunshine forced proximity on a road trip from the northeast to florida and it has one of the best fictional festivals i have ever read in a rom-com in my life like the hijinxes are just top tier (laughs) um and it's like sweet and sexy and it's so good um another one if you're like into a more like sapphic feel i highly recommend that summer feeling by bridget morrissey um it's the sapphic adult summer rom-com the summer camp rom-com of your dreams uh, I I was never a camp girly. I've never been to camp in my life, and I'm not really a <laughs> Lindsay person. Now. Right? Yeah. Uh, I got chased once by a bear. The only time I went camping, um, and so I will I will never go that camping is again. Terrible <laughs> luck! Oh my god! <laughs> what? It was, it was a baby bear, so it was fun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, it was it, it was fun mostly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but i love uh like just like the steamy like sweetness of that summer feeling it's just so good it makes me want it, it makes me wish i was like a woods girly just so that i could like kiss a really hot woman in the woods <laughs> just, fair enough yeah just you know d- dream goals you know uh 
Speaking of dream goals, uh, Business or Pleasure by Rachel and Solomon is uh, so good. Rachel and Solomon is one of my auto buys at this point, And this might be my favorite book of hers. Um, it's about a ghostwriter and an actor from a certain werewolf TV series oh. uh, that fall in love in this delightful rom-com where she has to ghostwrite his memoir. And if you like love Comic-Cons and if you were into Teen Wolf, like I was into Teen Wolf, <laughs> it it scratches that itch if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Makes the leg wag. It does. It's just, it's just a nice like scrub behind the ears. <laughs> um, and let's see here. Speaking of rom coms, uh, the neighbor favor by Christina Forrest. It is basically you've got mail, but make it like super steamy and really dreamy. It is about a woman who wants to be a children's editor who corresponds with her favorite fantasy author until one day he just stops responding to her and then she starts to like have a friendship with with one of her neighbors who might or might not know her already from a certain online correspondence (laughs) oh my god that sounds so adorable it's really really good uh, I, I was like, like blushing the entire time. It was, yeah. it was so lovely. Um, it has my entire heart. Uh, and then my last recommendation is the secret service of tea and treason. It's the third, uh, damsels book by India Holton. It's about two rival spies who fall in love between pirates, witches, and a fake arranged marriage. Uh, mm. if you haven't read India Holton before, uh, like, her romances are like snarky and fun and like just like really adventurous. So if you're looking for something a little different than the normal contemporary rom-coms, it's definitely it. Oh, I love that. I actually have that one like on my list to read. Um, it popped up. I, I've just seen it in lists. And I'm like, this just sounds so cool. It is like all of all, like the, the entire trilogy so far has been just so much fun. It's like take a, Take the setting of Howl's Wing Castle and just inject it with like witches and pirates and just like really like steamy sweet romances. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh my God. My dream. <laughs> right? <laughs> so good. Uh, so of all of the tropes that you've you've mentioned, which one is your favorite? Or do you have a favorite one that wasn't mentioned? I really enjoy forced proximity. Um, mm. like I super enjoy it. I kind of played with it in the dead romantics and then again in the seven year slip. So I think it's like one of my like go-to tropes. Uh, I think there's a lot of like you can do with it. Um, that's, that's not just, oh, there's only one bed and they're snowed in. Like I, right, I, I love yeah. like finding other, other like ways that it's a forced proximity. Um, Ooh. maybe kind yeah. of unconventional ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, of all of your books, which one is the spiciest one? In in like order of spiciest to least spicy. In case people want the spice. So, the spiciest one is 7 Year Slip that's coming out on June 27th. Um and mm-hmm. then I think it would go 7 Year Slip, Dead Romantics, and then I wrote a lot of YA. <laughs> so, uh so not not very spicy um like my 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 ya is very um 
not very. <laughs> I would not expect YA to be spicy ever. <laughs> it's listen. I, I'm, I'm not Sarah J. Mass. I can't. I I can't do it. <laughs> Um, her books aren't considered YA, are they? It's just it's just the first one in in Akatar, right? Uh well the her Throne of Glass series is is considered YA. I've uh, gotten pretty far though, and like it has sexy moments, but I feel like they haven't it's like mostly closed door, if anything. Empire of Storms has a Oh, oh, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> it's the- Glass is made on a beach. <laughs> oh, all <laughs> it's so right. It's so hot. It's so piping hot. Glass is literally made on the beach. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> it's it's uh it's it's fun. <laughs> um. So Maggie and I sometimes do a thing on our Patreon where we have categories that we put books in and. So here's one for you for vacation book recommendations. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. So to read of like the five that I mentioned already or? I'm sure. Or any other ones you want to throw in there. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Uh, let's see here. By the pool, I would definitely recommend business or pleasure because you're stretched out on like a like a pool chair and like on the cover they're stretched out on a bed so i think like you know okay there's like a nice juxtaposition there um (laughs) (laughs) uh for like a sandy beach read okay so i'm like that weird person who when i go to the beach i don't want to read like a beachy read i want to read like fantasy so i would say tea and treason okay for uh for the actual beach read uh to transport me away from the hot humid sun that's bearing down on me and mm-hmm. roasting my skin <laughs> <laughs> uh and what were the other ones um to read in a park or a lazy afternoon and to read on a plane Ooh, uh, to read on a plane, I would say Mrs. Nash's Ashes, uh, because then you can spark up a conversation with the person beside you about like travel. If like they ask you what your what the book is about, and oh, there's a pigeon on the front, and you'd be like, yeah, and you can tell them about the pigeon. Uh, <laughs> um, the park would probably be the neighbor favor because I feel like anything Nora Ephrani needs to be read in a park. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like it's it's the mood right yeah yeah no the vibe is there the vibe the vibe is immaculate um and then just like for a lazy summer day absolutely that summer feeling i mean because then you can pretend to be out in the woods while you're in the lovingly cool embrace of your central ac so of all of the rom-coms out there because it to me it seems like romance book kind of having like their heyday which is lovely and i love it um what makes these ones stand out to you um i think just the fact that like the romance is front and center and it's like the characters are like fully fleshed out and i love all of the secondary characters like uh, like for me, a really good rom com has 
really good secondary characters that that work well off of mm-hmm. uh, the main characters. And so that's kind of what I look for in a really good rom-com. It's not like the the two the two leads, but it's like everything around the leads, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's like the it's 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 the different people they surround themselves with. It's like the different set pieces that happen. And I think these books definitely uh, check all those boxes for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so talking about characters, though. Do you fall for the main characters? Do you fall for the secondary characters? Oh, uh, what <laughs> secondary question? What makes these characters swoony? Do you think? So I usually don't fall for the characters um, all that much. I think I used to, uh, but now that I also create and write rom-coms i mm-hmm. have more of like a like a writer mind going on like mm-hmm. i am like oh that's how this person does that trope but oh i'll have to like make notes so that i can like do 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 the trope as well like better and so i i don't know um i don't really fall in love with with a love interest but i do i do really appreciate when like it's not just like the chemistry like the chemistry but also how like how they interact and like the conversations that they have um i know a lot of people um say oh i hate insta love but i think a lot of the time uh, people are confusing insta love with insta lust uh mm-hmm. and the two are incredibly different things insta love is like twilight um mm-hmm. like bella knew almost instantly that like she was in love with this guy who crept into her room in right, the middle of the just, night like <laughs> stared at her uh like Watched she smelled sleep. bad exactly <laughs> and, and, and it's like she, she she never like once questioned it so i think there's like a lot more that goes into like insta love than just oh this person hot and you want to bang you mm-hmm. know <laughs> um whereas like i love the dichotomy of like being physically attracted to someone like almost instantly but their uh their personality has like a little more to be desired and throughout the novel um the characters learn from each other and they become their best possible selves through each mm-hmm. other like i think that's like that's my through line that's yeah, like, that's, yeah. That's, that's the chef's kiss for me <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that um what do you do to characters to make them swoony I usually start with an accent. Okay. <laughs> and I am very bad at writing accents, so that goes away very quickly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, um, seriously, I usually uh, start with, uh, with something that I, like, find attractive in a partner. And I do the exact opposite at the beginning. So that... Uh, okay. So that like the characters work towards it and it's not Mm -hmm. something that they already inherently have. And Mm -hmm. then um, I usually use that as like the springboard to like what the other character needs in their life. So I kind of plan off each other. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love the accents too. I mean, seven year slip has a Southern accent in it, which is, is great. (laughs) Ewan, uh, Ewan is my good old Southern boy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so in your opinion, mm-hmm. what is the most romantic setting for a summer romance? 
Oh, most romantic setting for a summer romance. Uh, you know, before I lived in New York City, I would have said summer in the city because sex in the city brainwashed me for a very long time. <laughs> and then I lived in the city and then I was like, no, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, no, Summer in the City is great. There's like so much to do. Shakespeare in the Uh Park, all that. Uh, But I think actually my, like the most romantic thing for me is like an evening at like a special museum event or uh, like a hole in the wall, a restaurant where there's not a lot of people, um, that kind of, kind of like magical sort of yeah yeah where it's like everyone is experiencing something on their own and then you see someone across the way yeah exactly exactly it's like everyone is in their small little like magical moment Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. Uh, I kind of really love those oh yeah I I don't know what I would I don't really I think it really depends on the context for me on Mm -hmm. what the most romantic setting is it's never going to be camping. Like you, I hate camping. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> it is never, ever going to be camping. <laughs> but like, uh, maybe, maybe like a, a beach house. I don't know. I mean, I just, I really like if, if I'm at the beach, I, but I also don't look at other people when I'm at the beach. I'm, solidly reading a book or taking a nap um yeah same actually I I don't I don't interact with anyone so the only way anyone is going to interact for me on a beach Mm -hmm. is if like you accidentally get tripped over because (laughs) they they were doing something yeah if someone accidentally spikes a volleyball towards me from one of their beach games yeah (laughs) yeah oh my god if I get hit by a beach ball unexpectedly the amount of expletives that would come out of my mouth The, the, the amount of self-restraint I would need not to just throw the ball back in their face. <laughs> right. Like, uh, so maybe that's not the most romantic. Um. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be really romantic. Meet cute. You get hit with it with a volleyball and then you throw it back and then you cause them a nosebleed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Meet like, cute. oh, no worries. And you like spike it back, but you spike it back really hard because you're actually <laughs> mad about it. Yeah, you're actually mad about it. And you don't aim and oops. Sorry. Oh no, that's oh no, bad. you're perfectly handsome. But then they face. start bleeding. And you're like, oh my god, now I have to get you ice. Um <laughs> exactly. And then you have to go over to like the tiki hut and like you know, the, mm-hmm. the bartender, you know, saw it all happen and just... <laughs> <laughs> right. The bartender is like a witch or something who made it happen. It's, who made it it's happen. Her fault. <laughs> Already had like the, the 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 pack of ice ready. Like here mm-hmm. you go, dearie. Yep, yep. She's like, oh, are you feeling okay? I saw, I saw it. What's your name? And what's your name? Oh, how long have you two been together? It's like we're not together. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Georgia is um, perfect. This, this is great. We should, yeah, we should, we should write this. Oh my god. Um, do you have a personal favorite? Um, or a recommendation for someone who might be looking for a romance with a fairy tale twist? A fairy tale twist. Um, I really love uh, Julie Murphy's take on Cinderella. It's 
really lovely, very steamy, and I very much enjoyed it. I cannot wait to read um, Zoraida Cordova's uh, Kiss the Girl, which is a Little Mermaid retelling that comes out, I think, August. Um, I'm a sucker for Little Mermaid, uh, so I am very excited. And I'm also a sucker for, uh, for like, music-infused uh, books because, like, that was... Like that's like the one trope that gets me every single time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you you're, you're falling for a mysterious musician. I wonder how this is going to turn out. <laughs> Baggage? Don't mind if I do. Oh, <laughs> let me just pick up my bags for you. <laughs> exactly. Like you know, she has bags under her eyes. He has bags. You know, from the history his history of on the road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, so those, um, if you're into like young adults, uh, I highly recommend my once upon a con books. (laughs) Uh, they have, they're like kind of fairy tale inspired from Mm -hmm. like Icarella, Cinderella, Princess and the Fangirlis, Princess and the Popper, and Bookish and the Beast is Beauty and the Beast. So. Oh my gosh. You have a ton of them. I do. I do. Uh, oh, speaking of Beauty and the Beast, uh, Jasmine Guillory's uh, Beauty and the Beast retelling is so much fun. I'm definitely blanking on the title, but. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> by the, by um, the book. It's by the book. <laughs> oh, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense, especially because Belle loves reading. So if you were to pair a cocktail with the dead romantics and the seven year slip, which one would best suit it? Do you think? Uh, well, there's like a running joke in the dead romantics with, uh, with vodka and Coke. So definitely that because <laughs> um, Florence has never ordered anything else in her entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as for seven years slip, I think a nice mimosa, honestly, because like, there's a lot of like food, uh, adjacent scenes and mm-hmm. a mimosa is yellowish orange and the cover is yellowish orange. Uh, I was just like, about to say that. <laughs> but also like, I don't know, a, a nice Bloody Mary as well. Just Yeah. You have like you have like a celery there to chomp on, and like you have you're you're drinking the blood of your enemies. So. Yeah, yeah, naturally, that's what you do with your Saturday mornings. Like, um, ab- absolutely. Like, who who doesn't? <laughs> uh, crazy people. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so tell us about the seven year slip. It is coming out so soon. It is. It's coming out so soon. Okay, so the seven year slip is about a uh, overworked publicist named Clementine who inherits her late aunt's uh, magical time-traveling apartment. And in this apartment, she meets this um, up-and-coming chef who, in her time, uh, ends up being probably her worst nightmare. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's... It's a lot of fun. So she falls in love with him like seven years in the past. Uh, and then him in the present is a little different. So I play a lot with uh, with like love and how love changes and how like and how love um, morphs and kind of like uh, becomes different as you grow and become different. And I love those kind of love stories. So mm-hmm. I really wanted to play with that. Yeah. 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 Um... What 
because it, it really is the epitome of like right person, wrong time. Um, mm-hmm. What else, like, what do you think readers will find most fascinating about it? Uh, I think, I think readers will find, uh, well, I hope they find um, Clementine's relationship with Ewan really fascinating like when as she falls in love with him seven years in the past and then like learning how he's different and that she still loves him um in the present Mm -hmm. uh and i just i really hope that they enjoy like the just the the adventure that she goes on and all of like the lovely bits of like my uh, like homages to food and um and like New York in the summer, by the way, <laughs> it's definitely summer in the city in the seven year slip. Uh, and it's all of my favorite bits about when I lived in the city. So uh, and also when I worked in publishing. So it's everything that I love just rolled into one. Oh, I love that. Um, What is the best part of starting a new romance novel? The possibility, I think, because like possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you start a romance novel, uh, it's just like, okay, you have the, these two people that are a mess and you got to get them to the end and they're still going to be a mess, but mm-hmm. they're going to be a mess together. Oh. <laughs> and, it's and, the uh, best way to be a mess. It really is. It's like you're a mess, but you compliment each other's messes. And mm-hmm. I love figuring out like the puzzle pieces and how to make that work. Mm-hmm. Um I, I I always say that in like a previous life, I was like a matchmaker of some kind because I love like oh, yeah. matchmaking uh, characters together. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yes. Matchmaking is amazing. Um, speaking of matchmaking, though, do you have any dream casting thoughts for Clementine and Ewan? Oh, my gosh, I haven't even thought about it, if we're being honest. Uh I like yeah. let's put it in the universe. What do you Ooh. want? <laughs> I would love um Anya Taylor Joy as Clementine. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh I think that would be a lot of fun. I loved her in the menu, so <laughs> I think that's like kind of kind of where my head's at a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know for Ewan. Uh I don't I don't know. I I haven't I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> like who is your favorite southern drawl actor or character that you've seen before Ooh, i'm definitely blanking i have that is fair i don't um... really like like <laughs> casting um characters all that much because like mm-hmm. the way i see them in my head is different than how everyone else sees them in their head so yeah who would you cast i don't know <laughs> the tables i mean <laughs> three tables um well when i think southern drawl i immediately was like oh my god what about that guy from that miley cyrus movie um oh my gosh yeah the miley cyrus (laughs) i just unlock a a childhood memory like it's just (laughs) (laughs) it all came flooding back Oh, man, I haven't thought about the climb in years. <laughs> really either before this question. Um, I but maybe because he was really I need sweet. to go ice my knees, ice my knees now. Mm, 
Yeah, I'll I'll throw some icy hot on my lower back. Um, <laughs> but then I also like just love James Marsden. Oh yeah, and he's lovely. So I really, it could go anywhere. I just need someone that can do a good southern accent. Oh, um, so I think maybe the main character in the bear, uh, whatever his name is, uh, if he can do a southern accent, I think I think he would be the winner. Okay, cat. The cat just decided to just make just make... walk straight across the screen. Oh, hi, baby. Oh, oh my god, I'm loving this. Can you can you stop it? Go away. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. If this makes it into the audio, which I don't imagine it will, <laughs> the cat just walked across and licked, licked Ashley's nose, and it was so cute. It's just loving on her right now, and I'm just watching like a weirdo because I love cats. Listen, Moose Moose is a lot of things, but he is a lover, not a fighter. Is your second, your other one a fighter? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Muppet will, Muppet will, uh, will, will make, um, will make fighting everyone else's problem. And she just Ooh, did. She just right. attacked Moose, and it's fine. We're fine. <laughs> well, it's always one of those things. Like you've seen the reels that are like in in a house with two cats. There's always the angel and the demon cat. Like that's an accurate thing. See, see, the thing is with my cats, though, is that the demon cat is actually Moose. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he like, he's not, he's a great cat. I love him. He is, he is lovely. He also gets into everything. He, he climbs the blinds. I had to take all of my curtains down. Meanwhile, Muppet is, is just like, oh, you can do that. I can do that too. And so she does it after him and she gets in trouble, even though he's the one who did it. first. <laughs> That's how it works though. Right. That is always how it works. Siblings, man. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Um, so you have a lot of like little pieces of wisdom from aunt Annalie, um, mm-hmm. in the seven year slip. What is your favorite piece of wisdom? Always keep your passport renewed because, man, that is a trial and a half. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that is like I, I I had my passport expire and then I had to go through so many hoops to get it renewed. So oh stay on gosh. top of that. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, that and it just takes forever to get it back even if it isn't expired forever it's just it takes so long you have to plan so far ahead uh but also just fall in love wherever you can like you don't always have to fall in love with a person but with like a place with a with a moment a day a book fall in love with like the things of the world whenever you can mm-hmm. oh i love that that is, oh yeah i love that <laughs> <laughs> Falling in love. Oh, this is a lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Falling in love with everything all at once. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, though. You become a much happier person when you like things. Yeah. Yeah. And like loving something is also like tra- transformational, right? Like you you mm-hmm. appreciate it in a way that um, you you didn't before. Yeah. Yeah. So we're coming to the end of the episode do you have any final thoughts 
No, no, no thoughts in this head. <laughs> Zero thoughts. <laughs> Zero thoughts, only vibes. <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me mostly on Instagram these days at Hey Ash Poston. Um, you can also find me kind of on TikTok also at Hey Ash Poston. I like I post sporadically on there and mm-hmm. mostly not about books uh, because I need other things to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, I'm 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 still on Twitter technically uh, at Ash Poston. And also you can just find me on my, on my website at www.ashposton.com. Not Ashley Poston because someone else took that URL and is sitting on it and is using it for their Amazon affiliate links of my books. So Rude. that's the thing that happens. Okay. That's, that's r- weird. That is so weird. Oh my God. Hope they're making a lot of money off of me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, where, what is your favorite independent bookstore where people can find the seven year slip? Cause we are not supporting this Amazon affiliate link person. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So if there are any signed copies left, um, Oblong Books up in Rhinebeck has, uh, has a few left, I believe. If not, um, they're, they're slapping book plates on, on books because, uh, I went up last week to sign and there was only like so many and then everyone wanted to pre-order one. And then they're like, Oh no, we didn't order enough. And I'm like, Oh no. And it's, it was, it was fine. Um, you can also find me on my very small tour happening um, in Greenville on the 27th at M Judson. Uh, and then I'll be at, at one of my uh, favorite um book personality bookstores novel neighbor um in st louis on the 28th and then i'll be at joseph beth's in cincinnati on the 29th so come out and say hello yeah oh my gosh well good luck with your tour thank you um and thank you so much for coming out and talking about all of the summer reads of course i love shouting about books that aren't mine (laughs) (laughs) and your own book we did we did put that in there and and my own book, yes. But like, yes. Any chance to talk about a book that's not mine? Please, 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 I'll take it. Please, please. One hundred percent. All right. <laughs> and thank you so much. This was so lovely. Thank you. Well, we heckin' did it, y'all. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard and want to support the show, share it with your other bookish friends and family members. And if your podcast app has ratings, please take a minute to rate and review the show. I'm off to read the next book in Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events for my monthly Patreon series, A Summary of Unfortunate Events, which is a middle-of-the-pool dive into the series we all know and love. And if you'd like to hear it, subscribe to our Patreon by following the link in the Novel Finds bio on Instagram, which you should totally be following if you're not already. Thanks again for being a novel friend. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.